Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are in Hebrews chapter 4, once again looking at the supremacy of Jesus Christ. And today's text in particular, it's going to meet us in a very clear spot of, of need as we recognize how Jesus is supreme, but that actually that impacts our everyday, ordinary life, just day in and day out, even in our struggles. And so let me let me have you turn with me to Hebrews chapter 4, and we're going to pick up in verse 12, and, and here's where we're going to start. It says this, it says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of a heart, and no creature is hidden from his sight. But all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom... We must give an account. Now, whoa, you, you know, Mike, you just said you're going to talk about Jesus and how he meets our need. And now you're talking about some pretty heavy things, right? How the word of God, how it cuts into the very core of a person and it reveals the very innermost thoughts and the intentions. In fact, it reveals these, these thoughts and intentions, the, the entirety of our life and that we are exposed to God completely because of it. So much so that, that we're, we're all to give an account to him, to God. His word exposes us. And then we give an account of how, well, let's just be honest, how we have not matched up to God's word. How we have failed, how we have wandered away, how we, we have been selfish, we have, we have been unfaithful. And, and this is a... Uh, this is a frightening proposition, right? Oh my goodness, God's word, it's living and active. It cuts me to the very core. It reveals the very innermost being and, and I'm going to give an account of all of that to God. Now this could be terrifying, except the text continues. The text continues. Look at verse 14. It says, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. What is our confession? That this high priest that passed through the heavens, he died and he rose again. That all of our sin has been paid for. That we have a great high priest and he has made the ultimate sacrifice. He has sacrificed himself, his perfect sin sinless life. He has sacrificed himself so that we, in all of our sin, in all of our exposed rebellion, it's been forgiven. It's been atoned for. This great high priest, he has made the ultimate sacrifice. And so let's hold fast to this confession. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. In verse 15, this is just, this is beautiful. It says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted, as we are, yet without sin. It says Jesus understands. He sympathizes with us in our weakness. He, he was tempted. He never sinned. He never got to this spot where he believed the world instead of believing the goodness of the Father. He was without sin. He never acted in a sinful way. He never, he, he never spoke in sinful ways. Yet he understands our temptation. And, and when he looks at us in our temptation, he doesn't say, you, 
you dirty rat, you you faithless child. He doesn't say, I don't love you. How, how dare you be tempted? How dare you be weak? Instead, it says he sympathizes with us in our weakness. This is amazing. Because Jesus came and he died for our sin. And he understands our weakness. He's rescuing us. He's not, he's not just standing in disappointed judgment over us. He, he sympathizes with us. And then verse 16, the text continues. This is the result of Jesus. Because he sympathizes with us in our weakness, because he understands that, that we are laid bare by the word of God, the word of God opens us up and it reveals all the places in our life that his spirit is working and changing us, all the places where we're still selfish and rebellious. But Jesus understands, he, he sympathizes with us. Verse 16, let us then, with confidence. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find help in time of need. You know, brother or sister, as you struggle with your sin, as you read God's word and you say, man, my life doesn't match this. Jesus is a sympathetic high priest. He, he cares. He understands and because of his because of his work as the high priest because of his sacrificial atoning work we now are able to go into the throne room of grace not with fear and trembling not with trepidation not with worry not with this concern that god's going to see me in my sin and he's going to just cast me out and he's going to get rid of me no he's forgiven us jesus understands and so we draw near with confidence we go right with confidence into the throne of grace. Lord, help. Lord, I need your grace. And here's what it says. We receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. See, the Lord, not only has he sacrificed himself for us, not as he, only as he the, the, the supreme great high priest who has offered the greatest sacrifice ever, but he in his greatness meets us in our time of need with grace and mercy. And he helps us in our weakness. So as you find yourself feeling weak, as temptation draws you in, as you find that there's difficulty in your life and you're struggling, as you look at the word and you realize those places your life does not match up, listen, the Lord is not pointing an angry finger at you saying, you better fix it. No, he's calling you to come near and find his grace and find his help, find his mercy. All of that given to you in your time of need. See, the ancient way for our modern day is not this you better fix your life. Instead, the ancient way for our modern day is to behold the goodness of Jesus, his love and his mercy and his grace toward you, his sympathy for you in your struggle and in your weakness. And then you and I, we go to him and we find the help we need. You know, as we conclude this video, you know, just take this moment. Take this moment and go before the Lord who is gracious toward you in your need. Ask him for help. Lay out your struggles before him. He knows already. Go before him and say, Lord, this is where I am. 
help me. And then trust that he will do just this, that he will give you his mercy and his grace and his help in your time of need.